right, time for the Sunrise Wellness uh, Center report uh, with the great Dr. Ron Sonari. You get a free consultation with good man, 631-563-1444. And I implore everyone to check out the website, sunrisewellnesscenterli.com. Much of the stuff we, we discuss, you don't hear anywhere else on the media uh, circuit, folks. So uh, make sure you pay attention. It's all on the website, Sunrise Wellness Center Eli. Uh, dot com. I spoke to him in a couple of weeks. It is good to have him back. The aforementioned Dr. Ron Sinagra. Sir, how are you? Good morning, Jay. How about you, my friend? And in there. Hanging in for the Super Bowl and some good things happened this week. Balloons overhead. Yeah, Balloon Gate, State of the Union tonight. <laughs> Must watch TV. Must watch uh, TV. It's just, uh, it's the media has just become comical. <laughs> Control. It's tough. It really is. It really is tough. It's really bad. Hey, you know, something happened, Jay, last time. After our last show a couple weeks ago, I yeah. wanted to share this with you. Uh, I got more phone calls and emails than I ever got before about that topic. And the topic was about healing versus treating. And for me, it's obvious because I'm in this and I do it all the time. Uh, but I was teaching your audience about how our healthcare is designed to treat malfunction and that the restoring of health and healing is a superior way to uh, deal with our health issues. Uh, you know, one of the main things I tried to stress is that when you treat, you're, you're never going to restore health. And people found that very controversial, very confusing. Wait a minute, what about this and what about that? And, you know, it's important that we understand that treating is not necessarily always bad. So we don't want to throw all the drugs in the ocean, get rid of the MDs. Absolutely not. I mean, if you ever got hurt outside this country, uh, you will yearn for a United States uh, uh, trained medical doctor and our health care system. But in restoring lost health and restoring function, you can't get that way by covering up malfunction. And that's where people found that very interesting, and we got a lot of calls. But uh, what I wanted to do uh, today... Doc, hold on, let me interject something here. Yeah. It's so true what you said. It might have been your most important segment uh, since coming on the show. And I'll tell you another thing. You know, you, you watch these commercials... All the time. It is it is beyond nauseating. I'm sorry. You know, every product they're pushing upon us, every other minute, whatever channel you're watching, could be whatever. could be a sporting event, whatever it is. It is yeah. beyond the realm that you have to be subjected to this 24-7 I mean, yeah. you can it, it, basically you know, recite the jingles of this stuff. Let me ask you a question. Do you know how many countries in the world allow pharmaceutical uh, companies to advertise on television? Just us? you have an idea? I'm going I'm to say just us. There's two. It's us and uh, New Zealand, and we're the only two countries from the last time I checked. But there's a reason why, remember now, they're petitioning uh, people through television ads. 
But the consumer that they're petitioning or that they're they're uh, uh, trying to persuade doesn't have the ability to purchase drugs, right? That they you need a prescription, you have to see the so they're actually you know uh, bypassing the physician and going right to the patient uh, or the potential patient or the potential uh, client. So that's unheard of in business that you would do that. Uh, but it, there's another problem with that too. But it, that's another story. Is you know once the media companies, some of the once the media companies, uh, when their number one uh, revenue stream became pharmaceutical uh, advertisements, there goes investigative journalism. Are you going to put out a hit piece on uh, on on a pharmaceutical drug or a pharmaceutical treatment? Uh, if they're your number one advertiser, hell no. So that was another thing. But I wanted, I got such a positive reaction over uh, that last, uh, uh, I guess, uh, segment that we did. I wanted to go to part two. And the second part of this is that, uh, is the mindset of healing. Now, people don't realize that, that how you think is actually intertwined in in drug sales. Now, that seems almost impossible, right? But it's not. I mean, we've all heard of the placebo effect. When we give somebody a sugar pill or something that's inert, and we tell them it's a treatment, and due only to their belief system and their belief in that treatment, their condition improves. So how powerful is this? Well, all new drugs are tested against placebo. And to gain certification as effective, and to get FDA approval, they have to outperform placebo. So they have to outperform your thoughts. Think about that. For a drug to become approved by the FDA, it has to perform better than placebo. And placebo is nothing more than your mind believing something is effective. So there's a lot to be said by that. You know, when we understand that the human mind is that powerful, here's the interesting thing. The pharmaceutical industries, the FDA, they certainly understand how powerful this is. The gauge that they use to certify their drugs is placebo. But once a drug gets approved, or once that process is over and done, the healthcare industry in this country abandons the thought process or the healing aspect of what you think. They do not use the mind in healing. They abandon it. And what a lot of people don't know is that there's actually something called a nocebo effect. It's actually the, it's the opposite of the placebo. It's a negative outcome or illness produced by the belief of the patient. So obviously the, your thoughts and what you think are incredibly powerful. And for many years, medicine, you know, they preach this one aspect, and many people believe this. Well, if something's going to work, it should work if I believe it or not. And how I feel about it doesn't matter. Well, that's not true. I mean, obviously, the power of the placebo effect is so important. For that drug to come to market, it had to be better than what you think. But understanding that your mind is that powerful is important. 
when you have that belief system that, well, it doesn't matter what I think, wrong, 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 <laughs> you're not a Buick. Yes, we are machines like a Buick, but we're this machine that's intertwined with emotion. And that is something that's quite unique. Uh, understanding that process is important because we can now use the mind in a positive way, and we don't even we don't even broach the subject in Western healthcare. Now, there's pure scientific studies, and and I found this really interesting. There's there's, there's proven scientific studies that demonstrate the power of healing through thoughts and emotions. And what are these emotions? It, it, it appears that emotion and having a deep sense of, uh, of understanding of how you feel really triggers a healing mechanism. And these emotions are compassion, gratitude, appreciation, forgiveness, which I think is a really powerful one, friendship, joy, and of course, the number one is love. So emotions play a, a, a dramatic role in how we heal. And that confuses people a lot. They don't understand how it works and how they use it. So I wanted to give you a couple examples of how we can use this. So we can use the power of the placebo and the power of thought to create a healing mindset. You have to have a healing mindset. Your thoughts are so powerful. They can supersede anything you do physically. And we see this. We see people that have sick thoughts. And I don't mean sick in terms of perverted. I mean sick in terms of, they're just not, they don't, everything's negative. The world is ugly. Uh, life is terrible. Uh, anyone that thinks that way, can, I, can you please just show me their, their medical records? I can tell you what I'm going to find. It's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be a disaster of one chronic health condition after another. So what we want to try to do is understand how it works so you can implement this incredible asset or this incredible uh, tool that we do possess. So I'm going to use, Jay, I'm going to use gratitude because this is a really good example. So imagine that you're in a jam and your car's broke and, it, 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 and you have to get it repaired and you don't have the money. And now you can't get to work, and, and you can't go out. It's very frustrating. And all of a sudden, a friend comes over and pays your car repair. You're going to feel this overwhelming sense of gratitude, right? But here's the thing. It was an outside action that brought you that sense of gratitude. And people carry that along the process, meaning that, your happiness and gratitude is dependent on an outside act, and it's not. And, and we must understand that, that when we think that healing or, or, or being well or having all these things is outside of us. In other words, I'll be happy when. I'll be healthy when. I'll f no, it, it doesn't work that way. And that's the way we think in our society. If we're lacking something, we're not complete, we're not whole, that we must obtain something outside of us, be it money, a new, uh, a new partner, uh, a new home, a new car, a new boat, or hell, that our joy and happiness it lays external to us. 
And if some if these things were only brought to us, or once they come into our world, now I can feel appreciation. Now I can feel love because I found the woman of my dreams. Now, I, and the answer is no. The placebo effect works first. In other words, you don't get better from the placebo effect without having that feeling first. And when it comes to healing, it. it you know how many people I talk to, and they, they're just negative, and they're nasty, and they're not getting better, and they think, well, if I only felt better, I would have those emotions. And that's not how it works. We mo- the problem is, Doc, the- that I'm sorry? The, the training that has gone in play here forever, it seems, has altered that type of thinking into believing you see, and that's the biggest issue we have, and that's why I bring up all these ads that are on television right now, every 10 seconds. This is all part of the process of the alteration that has been ongoing exactly. forever. Exactly, Jay, you nailed it. That, that's what, we're, we're, we're being convinced that the, that the problem, now look, I, I think that I, I see this in the medical community when they don't talk about restoring health. Um, you know, and we saw that during the pandemic, and we brought it up on your show a lot. That, look, there are external things that help us, like vaccines and other things, and, and we've discussed those. But my point was this, that when it, it appears that our healthcare field, they never talk about health, and it's not because they don't understand health. They never talk about supplementation or getting air, uh, you know, getting out in the oxygen and, and, and the fresh air, getting sunshine. They never talk about healing relation. It's almost like they want people to believe the answer to their problem is external, that it has to come from a – it's almost like a way of, ma- of keeping their authority and their relevance at the top of the pyramid, that by, by not – addressing anything not uh, you know in other words like it it would be a horrible thing for the pharmaceutical industry if people actually believed that their answer to their health problems didn't lie external in the medication but it lied in loving relationships proper diet exercise and and and, and thinking positively that would that would be a if that if you were in a board meeting of pharmaceutical companies and you said this is what's happening across the country those five things that would be a disaster for them in their mind, that people are actually believing they, they don't need a medication or they don't, or as their primary source. So that's what we see happening is that people don't even, even though everything in medicine in terms of pharmaceuticals, for them to get to market, they have to be better than nothing more than your thoughts or the placebo effect. They use the power of the mind to get approval of their medications, but yet they do not talk to you about that. And if you do start talking about that, like I've said, remember now, that guy's a nut. He, you know, he's French. He's a quack. He's talking. He's not. He's not re- a real doctor. He's not talking about drugs. Are you crazy? <laughs> you use the you use the power of thought to get your your medications approved. And then you abandon that and don't tell people how powerful they are. So what I always talk to people about, I go, this is science, people. This isn't folklore. You can address and utilize the power of your mind 
And the key, the key to that doorway is the powerful emotions of forgiveness, compassion, love, appreciation, joy. When you possess those and, and you tie that into your life and you see that, if you see yourself healing first, if just like the placebo, you must believe it works prior. You can't say the placebo is going to work well after you show results. And by the way, no, you have to believe it first. And, and the same thing in the healing process. So this isn't, you know, uh, you know, fringy, you know, kooky thinking. This is real science. When you possess those that you don't need anything external except how you feel. You're not going to get, you're, you can use things external to aid you, to help you, yes. But to really, truly, to, to get these feelings and these emotions, they're in you already. You're not going to, now I'm healthy, now I'll feel joy. No, it doesn't work that way. And that's why we see the negative people and the, and the miserable people and the angry people and the nasty people, and you look at their life, and it's a screw-up across the board. I see it all the time. When people come in here with really sick bodies, they're sick financially, they're sick emotionally, they're sick with their family relationships, they're sick with their work relationships, they're sick with their relationship with their children. It's across the board. Sick is sick. You can change that by how you think. Like I said, they've, they've been indoctrinated into this way of thinking. And it doesn't change overnight. That's the biggest problem we have in this country. That's the biggest yeah, problem. What I wanted to share today, and I and I thought the you know the average listener driving in their car, or listening at home, or whatever, is that you know understanding how powerful your thoughts are. That you know the drug companies use that to get approval of their medications, and you can use that. And you know everything that you have is inside you already, and you can unlock that power. You can unlock the power of the placebo effect. You can, and the placebo effect, put it this way, those emotions that I talked about, uh, those emotions are the, the placebo effect, you know, supercharged. When, when you have those positive emotions of love, appreciation, gratitude, uh, forgiveness, compassion, those are the things that they, they, they cause your heart to swell in terms of uh, the frequencies that come from our heart. And these emotions can unlock an immense healing capacity in a human being. So when we utilize the, the, the second aspect of healing, which is, you know, restoring proper diet is the first part, repairing metabolic issues is the second part, making sure we have all our nutrients and vitamins and minerals and repairing the gut, and that's what we do. That's the mechanical aspect of it. But when you combine that mechanical aspect and you teach people that what they think about, and if they create this vision in their mind of them healing, and you attach to that vision these emotions of love, compassion, healing, forgiveness, man, that, that's a supercharged placebo. You will be amazed at how your life and your health can change. And it's not folklore, people. It's science. Don't forget, the drug companies use it to approve their medications. So my point is, Take advantage of this and, and do a little reading on it. Learn up on that. But you, you'll be amazed what you can do by unleashing that power within you with those emotions. You don't feel those emotions after you get healthy, after you get that. You feel them first. 
and now you become a magnet, and you're going to attract this to your life. Um, it's 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 a really f- fascinating component of healing, and it's it took me 30 years to truly understand how this works, and and to be able to share it like I just did. Well, you did it well. You did it well, and you know, like I said, we have been indoctrinated as a country into believing. Uh, this stuff that comes on these airwaves, and you've got to be careful. Now, listen, what you say is true. It's preparation. It's making sure the body has enough of the, you know, the extracts, the supplements, in order to keep yourself steady on your feet, healthy. Um, But, you see, we've also been indoctrinated, and I believe it a lot, you know, of what you've been saying regarding these pharmaceutical companies. I mean, it is unbelievable the amount of money that is being transferred on a yearly basis. It is off the charts. It really is. Do you know? It really number, kind of makes you. Do, do you know who the number two lobbying uh, industries are in Washington? The, the food industry, like Co- the food industry, like Coca Cola, Budweiser, things like that. Uh, you know, food, the food industry, and the pharmaceutical industry. Those are the two that lobby the most in Washington, make sure that they have things that are favorable towards their businesses. But I, I think the funny, not the funny, I, I, I think the, I, uh, how am I, I going to say this? I think the fascinating part was you will not believe how many people don't believe they can heal. I'm like, what makes you think you're so special you can't heal? This body was designed to heal. And when does it, when does it heal? When it's given everything that it needs. So if you're not healing and you're you're demonstrating illness and sickness, go back and look at the foundations of what a body needs. We don't even do it. I can tell you what your body's not lacking: a drug. It's not now. That, again, that doesn't mean taking drugs sometimes is not necessary, or you know, or does help us and aid us. I understand. But if you're looking at restoring function and healing, what is your body missing? It's not medication. Medications and weren't supposed to be in there in the be- from the first place. So when we look at the body and we go back and we break down, right, look, this is what a healthy body needs. Let's see what your let's run your blood work. Let's see what you're missing. Let's look at your life and see what's missing. Let's look at your diet and see. And when you restore those things, it, it, it's truly just. Uh, I stand back sometimes. I'm like, wow, that's it. And you know, people are like, how this happened, doc? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you give the body what it needs, step back and watch it go because it knows what to do. But the problem is in our country, we don't even, we don't, 95% of what we do is not what I just talked about. It's just treating the symptom with medications. And that's where we got to bring a little, we got to bring a major shift so we can include trying to restore function as part of healthcare, not as this, you know, 4%, 5%, fringe approach to, to our, our health issues where 90 plus percent is just prescription after prescription after prescription, never solving one problem. The good doctor is not talking about vaccination status <laughs> regarding. Oh, yeah. You're still, you're still going to be employee of the month, Jay. Don't worry. They're going to get you right up there. Your, your pitches in the waiting room at Pfizer. You walk in and like here's Mrs. Pfizer and here's Mr. Pfizer and oh look and here's Jay Oliver, our number one salesperson, six months in a row. 
Oh, Jack. Uh, Eric Adams has, uh, has seen the light. The, the bulb went on. He's lifting a status as far as uh, vaccination, making it <laughs> optional. So apparently he's seen the light. Hey, listen, uh, very important discussion. Very important discussion. Everything on the website, go to sunrisewellnesscenterli.com. I implore everybody to do that. Really a fantastic website. And, of course, uh, to get a free consultation with Dr. Ron Sinagra, all you have to do is make a phone call, 631-563-1444. Any seminars coming up? No, not yet. Uh, January, February are a little tough with the weather and stuff. It's tough to pl- well, we used to get snow, <laughs> so we didn't plan. But we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have them up. We're gonna start doing them in the uh, in the office again in uh, in March, uh, just because it takes a lot to you know to, uh, to to promote them and get everybody. And then we get snow, and like oh, I, that happened a couple times last year. It takes the wind out of you. Uh, it's just frustrating. So we're gonna wait till March. We'll probably have a blizzard the week I try to do it. But, hey, Jay, great great talk today, and thank you so much for allowing me on. I truly appreciate that. And uh, you have a great week, and stay safe, and I'll talk to you soon. Friend, you too. Say hi to uh, Serafina. Stephanie Serafina. Forgive me for for, uh, the mental lapse here, and, of course, uh, Stephanie. Uh, Oh, by the way, you'll love this. Uh, uh, Serafina listens, and she goes, how come you told Jay you love him? I go, honey. It's a it's a gesture, you know. You we love and appreciate uh, 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 friends, and she goes, oh, okay. <laughs> so I thought that was just you know from the mouth of babes. How come you say you, you love him? <laughs> so I confuse my daughter, but I do love you, my friend. You have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon.